Oh, I am so sorry, guys. I have been so busy this week. I, I just, I, I don't know if I'm going to have an, uh, enough time to record the podcast tonight. No, it's 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 been a week. It's it's, it's been an absolute uh, nightmare. Uh, what's going on? I just, I'm so busy. Uh, I know Nick, you're probably really busy too. Yeah, I mean, I'm fucking, I'm fucking swamped. I'm fucking up to my eyeballs and but shit. If if it's okay with you, and we don't tell the audience. I think I have a way we can record the podcast without actually having to be here. I'm listening. I got this mm. app that records your consciousness to your phone, and and then I can just press play, and it will it will be able to interact with say your consciousnesses. Uh, should you choose to use the app? Oh well. Oh yeah. Wait. No, I I heard about this. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Just it's brain. It's brain share, right? Yeah. Brain share. Brain I'm, share. All right. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna download it right yeah, now. Yeah. I'll download it too. I'm gonna. I'm all right. I'm uploading my consciousness. And great. Um, I'm, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend four ninety nine for ad free just because I the banner ads bug me. Okay. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, let me let me just unlock that real quick. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. I'm well, gonna upload my consciousness. I I, I I for some reason it's not my. My face ID is not working, so I, I'm just using the ad version. Hopefully, that's all right. Um, I was. Well, so I'm just going to put this next to the mic, and uh, and I guess I'll, I'll see you guys next week. Okay. Yeah. See you yeah, next week. My, mine's, ready, mine's ready. Mine's ready to go too. So I'll yeah. just I'll just put mine next. To yeah. Mine. Mine's. Uh, Matt, Matt, you ready to go? Yeah. Mine's hooked up into my uh, my audio interface. So here we go. Let's go. Okay. Hello and welcome to Get Wide. Hello, Nick. Hello, Matt. How are you? Hi, it's me, Weiger. I feel the same. Hello, everyone. Good to see you all here on the Internet Podcast. Before we get started, some news. It seems like new games are always coming out. I can't wait to play them. I, for one. Ha ha. Wait, guys, I, I, thought, I thought we were going to use the apps. Do you, when, are, when are you guys, are we... <laughs> Cause I'm. Oh, I, I I thought we were all pressing play at the same time, but I just watched you guys just talking right into the mic. So I wanted to make sure that we were. Are we going to use the apps? I mean, I was just enjoying talking to my friends. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, I thought we weren't. I thought we were going to just have. We were having a conversation. I just sort of thought we you know we'd let the app do the podcast and we just have a conversation because oh, not okay. everything has to be recorded. <laughs> okay, we can just talk with our friends. Shit, I. Shit, I'm sorry, guys. My consciousness got into the cloud and built Skynet. Oh, uh, oh, God. Oh, Nick. This is, I'm oh, fu- oh, fucked. Oh, no. My, I gotta, it's infecting my computer. There's hentai everywhere, Nick. What if you I got to talk to the Defense Department. I'm sorry. <laughs> we troll for body parts in a swamp and sneak aboard a private space shuttle as we play You Play Dystopian Indie Darling Norco this week on Get Played.
Welcome to Get Played, your one-stop show for good games, bad games, and every game in between. It's time to get played. I'm your host, Heather Ann Campbell, along with my fellow host, Nicholas Weiger. Hi, I'm Nicholas Weiger, along with my fellow host, Matthew Apodaca. That's right. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back what to Get I say? Played. Well, Gre- huh? Greetings, everyone, since we're being so formal. Oh, mm, it's true. Greetings, everyone. <laughs> Greetings, everyone. Um, Salutations. Guys, this is our uh, our monthly We Play, You Play episode where we cover sure one specific game and right. have warned slash invited the audience to come along with us. <laughs> so we've got a lot to talk about, the three of us. We I'm sure do. I'm wondering how your weeks were. My, you know what? My week's been okay. I had COVID and then I yes. started testing negative for COVID. And then I was like, okay, I guess I'm just invincible now. Yeah. So now I've got that feeling. Yeah. Uh, mm. Which is being on the other side of it. But Add it on to what you already feel like as like a, as a white guy. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> as a white man in America, for sure. Everything's going my way. <laughs> And I don't expect things to change. That's great. I don't know if I've said that I don't have COVID anymore. I also don't have it. Look at us. The non-COVID yeah. havers. I'm I'm still on the uh, other side of that rainbow, having Proud never had COVID. Congrats. Uh, and uh, I hope I don't get that um, Omicron variant one slash Omicron variant five double hitter that I've read about in the news. Yeah. As long as I you're not. heard about this. Traveling a lot or going to crowded bars, I think you'll be just fine. <laughs> oh, no. I'm doing that thing. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, can we, can we talk us. real quick about uh, yeah. a story that <clears throat> uh, one of you linked me to? I think it was Heather. This is a... Uh, and look, we don't try to get too political on this show. Oh, here we go. Oh, but we can, oh, all, this we can all agree. <laughs> The Supreme Court is finally... No, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) We can all agree that Ted Cruz is a ghoul. Uh, And there was a Ted Cruz gamer-related... He's like a mouse being squeezed out of a toothpaste tube, is the way he looks to me. He's, like, less charming than, like, an anthropomorphic turd. Like, I'd rather talk to a turd. It's, and uh, I, don't, I don't like bragging on anybody's looks, because looks is the, like, one thing that we can't control. But it... But he but, looks but, bad to me. <laughs> yes, he, he, he looks, looks like if you spilled a, a uh, filled a uh, sparklets water cooler uh, with almond butter. Yeah, like that's he's just he's just a a a, a ghoulish looking man and and uh, has a ghoulish disposition and that extends to his gaming habits. Uh, Ted Cruz admits he's a gamer and spends money to unlock advantages. This is from Indy One Hundred. Uh, this was aggregated a number of places a republican senator ted cruz has admitted he's quite the gamer and even has his own strategies for getting to the top in the virtual world you can buy in-game items and make your character stronger or get advantages i'll sometimes buy it because it's a lot more fun suddenly your character has like a lot of great stuff i'll spend 20 bucks for a treasure chest full of great coins this guy's pay to win yeah he's pay to win and you know what i'm sure that doesn't extend very far you know to his job either i'm sure he's mm. quite familiar with that concept <laughs> <laughs> Dumb. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> like 
I'm I'm not going to fault a guy who is experiencing a system in the one world and is like, oh, I should use this in another world. Like, yes, you know, for for those of us who have who've had to come from who've who've basically had to skill run their way through life. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. of course, it's a little aberrant to me to be like, oh, I you know what I would like to buy is. Like, if you can you imagine if you could buy Street Fighter combos? Fuck. Uh, don't give them the idea. First of all, maybe I'll take this out. <laughs> costumes is fine. I'm fine with you know what? I think I think costume let people purchase fucking goofy ass. What who cares? Yeah. Yeah. That's I think been the divining line for a while of just like aesthetic stuff is okay. You know, yeah. if you want to, if you set wearables, that's fine. Once you start getting to stuff that affects gameplay, then it completely skews the balance. And it also incentivizes the developers to uh, make, you know, the, the purchasable stuff more powerful, which, yep. which, yeah, it, it's, it screws up everything. It just ruins these games as games. If I can just offer devil's advocate real quick, mm-hmm. I just know that, you know, Teddy boy, he works so hard and just doesn't have as much time to like grind levels and things like that. So, you know, he has to buy these things to stay competitive with everybody. He's worked so hard. That's true. Yeah, he doesn't. He's got a full calendar of taking meetings with lobbyists. Uh, Yeah. And uh, going to fucking Mexico when your state is in a fucking state of uh, duress. Piece of shit. How dare you, sir? <laughs> I hope all of his meals are ruined henceforth. Yeah, me too. I I, I do want to say I'm impressed that he does all his own stunts. (laughs) And, you know, yeah, he's really, really good in those movies. He's incredible. He's he's so good. And have you seen this guy's Simpsons impressions? They're They're really good. He should replace the, the actors. There was also there was I I was looking up the name of the congressman because he was in California. Duncan Hunter. That was the guy. Uh, But he but one of the things he was doing is he was using his campaign money to spend just like shit for on himself. But he put a bunch of his money into his a bunch of campaign money into his into Steam account. So he was just like, you know, taking campaign funds and like going on vacations and going to fancy dinners, that typical sort of stuff. But also he's a fucking, you know, uh, buying DLC for Mass Effect or whatever. Yeah. Playing Half-Life 2. Yeah. Good grief. Well, you know, it's just good. Politicians are good. And it's we good like to, them. I'm we all like them a lot. That's great. Where'd the country it, be without them? Yeah. And they're just like us. They're that's, not so I mean, different that's why you I and I. Yeah. God bless them. And this country. Have we, have we talked about RRR on the show at all? Because I know we've all seen it. Oh, my God. We have not. It's so fucking good. Uh, it's so good. So good. It's well, so good. A masterpiece. A fantastic. <laughs> I, if anyone hasn't seen it or isn't familiar with it, it is on Netflix right now. Uh, I, uh, as of this record, at least, I, I imagine it'll be there for, for a while. And the director has a couple other films on there. But it's just a fucking absolute. I just like it's just it's just wall to wall showstoppers. It's just three hours and eight minutes with not a dull frame. No. In the whole fucking movie. It's unbelievable. I have never said yes or laughed with more joy and support for a longer period of time in my life. Nothing has ever <laughs> happened yeah. for three hours where I was 
constantly going, yes, yes, yeah, yeah, that's so good. I guess uh, maybe, maybe that sounds like fucking, huh? I've never. <laughs> I wouldn't know. Oh, yeah. well. I was going to say before you said that, that uh, Nick and I are going to try to uh, break that record on the show today. <laughs> Uh, the uh, the the uh, shout out to my my lovely wife Natalie who who found this that was screening in at the theater and she was like we should go see this in the theater and we went and saw this and this was before I had COVID uh, and um, I saw it in the theater and the the audience was so fucking jacked it was like half the audience had already seen it and knew what they were in for and the other yeah. half was just like you know had either heard the hype or was just a film enthusiast or was there accompanying someone who'd already seen the film. And I, I don't, I haven't really experienced this in a movie before, but it like when credits rolled at the end, it got a standing ovation yes. in a movie theater. It was just like, everyone was just so entertained. But anyway, it, you know, I know, I know we're just, maybe this is, this is, it's, it's, it's media, but also I'll say like, it kind of has that sort of video gamey feel in some of the set pieces. I mean, there's a straight up stealth mission for part of it. I can say without spoiling anything. Yes. Uh, yeah. There are, and, and the, the characters in a lot of ways, like in any good story, they level up along the way mm, in, in point, more ways Matt. than one. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very good. Highly entertaining. Fantastic. There, I, that dance scene at the party, I can't stop thinking about. There's oh, a lot yeah. of things in that movie that I can't stop thinking about, but I always go back to that as just like being like, wow, that might have been the most fun, like what? 10 minutes I've ever like experienced in my life. It was great. It was fantastic. We were talking about Ted Cruz's Mission Impossible franchise earlier. <laughs> and... It's it's like that. It's like that level, of, you know, because we're still being vague about what the movie is. But it's yes. like that level of like action sequences. But then there's also just dancing. There's yeah. just yep. dance numbers. It's just like they just throw it. Th- you know what? If they just had, they just fucking crushed a dance number. Like, and I'm not just talking about like it's like oh, it's like a it's like a Hollywood actor trying to dance. You know, it's like no, this is like a wor- these are world class dancers dancing their fucking asses off. Yes, just in this fully committed dance number in the middle of the movie. That's like. As dazzling as any action sequence. It's fucking thrilling. And Not Too, Not Too, I think, is the number you're talking about. It's so fucking yes, good. Yes, yes. Yeah. So great. I mean, just check it out. That's not what this podcast is about, but just go no. watch that fucking thing. You're going to... If you like us, you'll like that movie. It's like, it's fucking great. It's just, yeah, it's, it's so good. incredible. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Man. Ugh. Ugh. Great. I love the cinema. And that Big is cinema. cinema. It's cinema. It's cinema. Yeah, it's that's a cinema. fucking movie. Marty Scorsese looked at it and was like, "Now that's what I'm talking about." That's a pull quote on the poster. <laughs> yeah. That's why I saw it. Uh, anything else before we get into some video games? I mean, there was the confirmation, the the light confirmation, maybe from uh, Yuji Naka that uh, Michael Jackson was indeed involved in Sonic Three. Uh, yes. Which has been like an urban legend for a long time, but yeah, this isn't a news podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about what we're playing. Whoa, mm. and that's that's what I want to know, Nick. How would you ask that? Like, I don't know how we transition into hmm, 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 hmm. that hmm, portion hmm, of the show. Hmm, hmm. Think, think, hmm, think. Well, I'm going to start. I, I feel like I should start auditioning voices for the remake, just in case they oh. they change the. Uh, the voice, because I would possible. hate to. I would hate to be dated. I'd hate to be going. You know, what are you playing? And it for the new voice to be like, oh, what are you playing? 
So that's the one for this week. You think that might be the that might be what they do? It would be bone chilling. Certainly, that would be that'd be great. <laughs> Can you? Also, it would be horrifying if it was like, what are you playing? <laughs> You'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> I watched that come out of you, and I am, uh, I was scared. <laughs> Nick. What are you playing? Uh, I'll answer uh, that uh, horrifying query uh, with a game that I think we've all spent some time with. I've played 12 through 12 of the levels in story mode. I think there's like 16 total, something like that. But the but Shredder's Revenge came out this past Mm -hmm. week, the new Ninja Mm -hmm. Turtles game uh, developed by Tribute Games and who members of Tribute worked on the Scott Pilgrim game. And it's, you know, it's a it's a throwback if, if you haven't if you haven't messed with this already. And if you if you like those old T- uh, Ninja Turtles arcade games, you know, the the original and, and Turtles in Time. Uh, which which got which got home ports, obviously, uh, and I spent a lot of time playing Turtles in Time in particular on Super Nintendo with my friends as a kid. If you like those games, it is very much just that throwback 16 bit aesthetic. Uh, with a little bit more depth to the gameplay, I'd say actually probably a, quite a bit more depth to the gameplay, just in terms of the way you can control the characters. Yeah, it just gives you a little bit more. I mean, it 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 just you can you can do more to mitigate damage and to avoid just you know getting uh, gradually chipped away and and eventually killed because the way these the original arcade games were designed was based off of you know whatever two minutes per credit right they were quarter munchers they were trying to make sure that you were going to die so you'd have to put more credits in to finish it and so those this one has a has a dodge roll which adds a lot uh, and um and you know it, it means you can actively avoid damage a lot and it's just it's 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 super satisfying it has a great feel I would say this is a home run just in terms of what it is in terms of like hey. Here's a here's a throwback 16-bit beat 'em up that's got the Ninja Turtles you know and love uh and the, the spirit of the original games but just with some modern quality of life improvements uh and I I just I fucking I've had a blast with it. I've I'm I'm definitely going to finish it. I'm I'm I, you know and we'll see what happens from there. But I'm I'm just like I think this is just just such a delightful package. I ha- I hadn't spent a lot of time with the original Ninja Turtles games. I know we did one on the show. Yeah. Um but well, we did a shitty ninja. We Turtles did a bad game, one. Pretty sure. We That's kind of like the NES only one. Uh, experience that I've had with it. I, I guess I've played yeah. the ones that like maybe you know in passing at an arcade or whatever. So I, my my beat 'em up experience is, is very minimal actually. Uh, only like the Simpsons game and maybe the X Men one. Um, but sure. so going, but like and I've and I've played the Scott Pilgrim one, and I also uh, I didn't finish it, but I really liked what I played of uh, Streets of Rage four. Uh, really great as well. Um, but this, yeah, I was just like, oh, like, I love these guys. <laughs> like, these are guys that I like already. This is already so fun. And in this one, like, um, I feel like it wouldn't be strange in a game like this where if you wanted to change character, you'd have to start all the way over. Um, but you can just pick right, right up where you left off uh, with your previous character. Like, if I was, I was playing um, uh, Michelangelo a little bit, and I was like, okay, well, I kind of want to play Raph now just to see what Raph's like. Sure. Um, and then you could just pick up right where you left it's off. Cool, but rude. Yeah. He, well... He, this guy, yeah, he's really, really rude. It's like it's good he that is. you said that, just so you know. He's if cool, you, but he's rude. He's really, really cool, and like yeah. I do like him a lot. He's gonna like really ruin your day. Like he's really rude. Um, but yeah. they, and I just wanted to try out some of the the, the move sets, uh, and they're all fun. They all play great. They all play super fun. Um, and I 
haven't experienced the multiplayer yet. Um, but I've heard from friends of mine that like once you get six players in there, that it's fucking chaos. Yeah, I, I've I've heard I read a little bit. I also haven't played multiplayer, and we should have played together at some point, but we just yeah. couldn't figure that out. Or we should, but uh, yeah, but the. Uh, or you guys didn't want to, which is fine. Uh, I'll take that. Uh, anyway, they, but they, but <laughs> yeah, it's got, six, it's got six players. It's got, it's, because, uh, because you can play Splinter and you can play April O'Neil. Mm-hmm. And you can, Casey, you can, right? Is Casey in there? Is he unlockable? I think you can unlock Casey. Oh, that's cool. So someone's on the bench at some point. Mm. Sorry, Donatello. You benched. You. No, he's good. He's good. Uh, what? platforms do you guys have it on because my guess is we don't all have it on the same platform and i don't know if there's cross-platform play i haven't investigated i got it on game pass because it's on game pass so yeah. i'm just playing it on xbox it's cross compatible with um xbox and pc of course but i don't think it's um cross play with other systems but i was thinking about I, I i have it on uh game pass but i was thinking about picking it up for the switch just because it feels like a game that oh, would be great be to have anywhere mm. i wanted it to be yeah yeah uh, but um and to have the physical edition which i heard comes with a coupon for pizza hut it does yeah that's fucking awesome just like the old days yeah get a little personal pie from pizza hut um it's so it's so fun heather you've been messing around with it a little bit too eh? i've only so because of this week's we play you play and oh. my personal <laughs> workload i've only been able to play this game for 15 minutes I I played it and was so happy. I was like, oh, this is great. What fun. And then I was like, ah, oh, shit. I, I have to start playing our We Play, You Play. Mm-hmm. And so I had I didn't get to really dip more than a toe into Shredder's Revenge. Mm. Um, and who knows if I'll ever have a chance to play it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I, <laughs> I I really have to like lock in the next week's game. You yeah. Know, we, we re we restructured this to be like, oh, what if what if it was more fun for us? And what if we we're all playing the same game and we're not covering that game? Yes. That's that means that we failed <laughs> the <Yeah>. podcast. <laughs> like that was the whole goal is like, oh, we're already gamers. Why don't we just make the show about the things that we're playing? And yeah, instead, I, I spent six fucking hours on this thing. Um, well, I, I was going to play that one anyway, but uh, d- this this month's game is anyway. But I, I'll say that that yeah, maybe we could have done the Shredder's Revenge episode, but also we didn't know. Fools, we didn't know fools. it was coming out late, coming out late in the month. We could have the we could have all gotten the pizza. We could have eaten pizza and done a, a two. We could have done a double hander with say like uh, a sister show that mm-hmm. covers food. Mm. And you could have done Pizza Hut. And Ninja Turtles, but yeah, I, we could have called up. I could have made a quick phone call to my colleagues at Stitcher and got Phil Rosenthal on the horn. Talk about oh, it on Naked Lunch. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Nice That's sister synergy. Show. That's synergy, baby. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> I was going to say I I, I wanted us to 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 play a little bit from the score, yeah, because it's it's really fucking good. Uh, Matt, you mentioned Streets of Rage for I believe the composer T Lopez also did the score for that. He also composed some tracks for Sonic Mania, 
Uh, but it's just it's 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 great. This is one of the tracks, I believe, from the mall level. Oh. Obviously very, you know, very much in that 16-bit uh, era. This could feels like it could be in a platformer, uh, obviously a beat-em-up or a racing game. But also, I kind of get some Marvel Capcom yeah. stage music from this. Yeah, that was what I was going to, I was going to be like, man, it sounds like a, a Marvel Capcom. Want to take you for a ride. There's like there this, this whole... The whole soundtrack rocks. It's, it's really, so fucking it's good. really good. I had trouble yeah. fi- uh, like picking a track and I eventually just sort of was like, this seems like the fan consensus, but there's like a Technodrome tra- track that's fucking uh, just an absolute banger. Uh, it's uh, yeah, this is this is one of those ones I scrambled over to Bandcamp to buy the score because I was just like, this is fucking I'm going to I'm going to listen to this, this they, rotation. It's just nice that for fans of I would imagine this is like a great like Welcome home to fans of this type of game. One, yes, and, and 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 like the Turtles franchise, like it's such like a, uh, I don't know. It just seems like they put a lot of love into this thing. It's it's great. It's really really great. People uh, are calling the, it game of the year. I'm I'm having I, I I'm having a blast with it. I'm definitely going to finish it. I've I've heard a little bit of grousing about the length of the campaign, but also it's like, what do you want? You want you want eighty levels? Like this is what this is what these games were. You know, they they didn't overstay their welcome, and they they. Had, there's a lot of labor involved in populating these with enemies and making the combat encounters fun and having a lot of interactable objects and making the levels look good. There's just a lot of work involved in in, in, in 16 levels of this thing. And we were talking last week mm-hmm. about input and how important precise input is uh, when you're playing a game like Pac-Man. This game lives or dies by whether or not the the input is precise. And this thing... Oh my god! It it it, it plays so beautifully. Great. It's awesome. Feels it's great. really really great. It's yeah. a really uh, snappy ab- absolute experience. Delight. Yes. Yeah, great absolute work. Delight. Uh, there is something I will well because uh, when we had uh we 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 had Sean Diston as one mm-hmm. of our guests, uh, a noted Ninja Turtle expert back when we did our NES uh, TMNT game, which is not yes. a good game. No. Uh, but this is this is one of those ones where like like when I talked with Diston about Ninja Turtles, I'm like, oh, I like the Ninja Turtles. And I'm like, oh, I am completely out of my depth here yeah. and i definitely felt that playing through this game because like some of the like you know uh, hey i know baxter stockman you know like i know a lot you know hey uh, uh, i know the rat king yeah but then some guys show up and it's just like wait who's this triceratops with a laser rifle yeah this is part of ninja turtles when did this happen shame on you nick shame was this on you. was this from the original series i bet you don't even remember cowlick the floating cow head no <laughs> <laughs> is it true that's is that a true real thing? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> there was like a big bat also, and I was like, "Who's this?" Yeah, the big bat. Yeah, too scary. Too also. Uh, also, I like that once you find pizza in the game, you go all the way back to full health, baby. That's pizza that comes in clutch. Well, there's there's multiple types of pizza. You'll get you'll get full health. You'll get a, a, a big jacked up power meter. Oh yeah, you, you yeah. get big jack. You get jacked up. Yeah. One oh, pizza. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, for that pizza, save me a slice. <laughs> I, I'm I'm still a pretty significant Ninja Turtles fan. I uh, I uh, read all of the last Ronin. 
wow. which is the wow. uh, recent uh, Ninja Turtles comic series that was a limited series. I think it was five issues uh, from my good friends over at Secret Headquarters Boom. here in Los Angeles. Never, never miss an opportunity to plug my favorite comic book store in the entire city. Uh, Last Ronin's premise is fucking awesome. Only one turtle is left alive. And Jesus he is avenging the death of the other three. That rock. Fucking awesome. So good. So it seems, good. I don't know. It seems like there's a lot, like, there's a lot to love there. I used to love the cartoon when I was a kid. I know yeah. the car, I'm familiar with them. Uh, sure. But like, there's something for everybody, for every kind of turtle fan. I only saw the yeah. more, the 90s movies a couple, maybe definitely during the pandemic. I was going to say a couple of years ago, but it was actually, yeah, during the pandemic. Um which That's is which both things are ago. yeah both things are true. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought the, and thought those were great, um, but it's it's just cool that they have such uh, longevity. You know, I'm yeah. sure not all of it's great, but it's it's cool that they're still around and people still really like them. We should do a hate watch of the Michael Bay films. I would love it. I would because uh, I've never seen them. Even is it one or two? There's I think there's two. There's two of yeah, them, but he two. didn't direct the second one. Uh, Actually, I don't know. If he, did he direct either? I think yeah. he, oh, interesting question. Let me just Google this real quick. Uh, There's a John Woo uh, Ninja Turtles 2, which I've never seen. I've seen that one. John the Woo theater. Ninja Turtles. It's like a Nickelodeon wow. Ninja Turtles, right? Wow. Yeah. Um, I also, I don't know how I would necessarily hate watch it uh, just because if Michael Bay's uh, doing it, I, I'm tuning in. I, I got to see what's going <laughs> I, on. I love it, honestly. I like both of these movies a lot. It was the visible nostrils and and lips yes. that mm -hmm. made it so that I couldn't see Ninja Turtles by Michael Bay in the in the theater. So Michael Bay didn't direct. I believe he's just credited as a producer. Producer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, well, visible nostrils. Yes. They didn't they needed the Sonic movie uh, they did. fans to They should to have speak done up. it. Maybe that's oh, well. why they got vocal for Sonic, because they were like, we let Ninja Turtles happen and we and we said nothing. It's like when uh, the American Godzilla movie in the 90s, like, just made Godzilla sort of a, a, a big bug. Like, it was a real bummer. Yeah. And then as soon as the uh, original production company in Japan had the opportunity, I think it was the year 2000, Kill All Monsters, maybe, or Godzilla Final Wars or something, where Japanese Godzilla fights all the other versions of Godzilla mm -hmm. and just fucking ruins the American Godzilla immediately. Damn. That's that's what we need to have happen with the, any version of any animated character we don't like. <laughs> yes, they should be publicly killed. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I, I well, think they should get together with the modern beloved version and then just have kind of a heart to heart. Sort of be like, you know what? Maybe people didn't like me at my time, but these days, hopefully I can be respected. And they have a little redemption story. People when like are they that gonna, shit. When, when are they going to give the redemption arc to Jar Jar? I mean, we've got this Obi-Wan series. He's overdue. Yeah. Like, it feels like if you did like a, if you, if you could rehabilitate Jar Jar's like legacy in some way, it would be uh, very well received by people who are viewing the prequels through rose colored lenses. Yeah. Glasses? Correct people. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, hey, maybe we'll get uh, 
Jar Jar coming to Disney Plus. Who knows? Maybe. I think we'll get some sort of Gungan redemption in, in, in some capacity at some point. It's inevitable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Heather. What? What are you playing? Well, for fucking 15 minutes, I played Ninja Turtles, <laughs> and the rest of the week, I played. <laughs> I, I can't. I live in a, I mean, this hole that I'm in mm-hmm. is full of the best, most wonderful games ever made. Yes. And I really don't have any fucking time to play them. I'm sorry, I, I've, Heather. I've spent. I'm so fucking sorry. Um, I've spent a maximum of two hours on my uh, optical drive emulated Dreamcast. That has access to every game and all of the unreleased, like, uh, arcade games that use the same board. I I don't know. When am I ever? When am I ever going to play games ever again? I I can we can we get into this week's game yet? This this week's game we uh, for our we play you play is Norco. Norco came out on March twenty fourth of this year, twenty twenty two. Developed by Geography of Robots and published by Raw Fury. Uh, and this game, which is uh, how would I, I you know, like it, it's like a first person point and click graphic adventure kind of feel, has an old school adventure game feel. Uh, and it's received rapturous reviews from critics. Uh, the Todd Martin, uh, Todd Martin's of the L.A. Times, uh, the video game of 2022 so far, Norco, a masterpiece of interactive storytelling. John Walker from Kotaku, a stunning southern dystopia is one of the best written games of the year. Uh, Marissa Kloger uh, from Polygon. Norco is an unforgettable game about losing and finding religion. The lead developer, Yutz, uh, Y-U-T-S is how they go, uh, what they go by, uh, grew up in the real town of Norco, Louisiana, which is a town that has been ravaged by capitalism and oil exploration, major man-made disasters, the couple of shell plant explosions in its past, including one that affected uh, some uh, the this the quote is uh, somewhat wrecked his childhood home. This is from Nicole Carpenter of Kotaku. Uh, Norco shares his name with its setting, Norco, Louisiana, community within a Saint Charles Parish, a place backlit by a Shell oil refinery. It's where Yetz grew up, several blocks from an oil refinery. It's this giant fire-breathing dragon that exists in your backyard. Yetz said it's hard to ignore. So you know this game had a lot of hype going into it, and it definitely like like it from a gameplay standpoint, isn't doing anything particularly novel. The, the novelty of it, the, the freshness of it, the newness of it is just that it's got this really cool setting and world. And, and I, you know, I think some nice writing, it's just like, it's, it's, it's a near future, um, a dystopian, you know, like, I, I I guess it's like it's kind of a this will be a true story sort of you know I, I'm mm-hmm. not sure exactly how far in the future we are maybe ten to twenty years and uh, you know it feels like all the the existing f- levers that that are that that are making the world so horrible are have been exacerbated and taken their logical conclusion uh, and you know everyone is just working for an, a different app and uh, and you know. Wealth inequality has reached a, 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 a breaking point. So we're kind of like in that sort of world. And then we're in this just really just depressed southern community uh, where uh, this this company, basically this corporation, this oil company basically owns the town and the protagonist. You play as two different characters here, Kay and Catherine. Uh, and as the game begins, Kay, you are returning to your childhood home in Norco. 
Is that enough table setting? I feel like it's maybe too much table setting. Mm, the table set. There we go. The table's I, uh, fucking set. <laughs> I, I love, uh, I love uh, launching into these episodes and all episodes of this show by telling a mm-hmm. little anecdote from my life that Nick has never heard. Uh, wow. Since, I, since I've now uh, uh, of the understanding that... Um, that I, I, that's a, like a trope of mine, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so I've got family in New Orleans, and mm-hmm. uh, and when I was growing up, uh, every summer my parents would uh, basically drop me off in New Orleans for a month. Wow! Uh, and when I got my driver's license, I drove in a single day. I'd tell my parents I'm going to New Orleans, and I would drive. In a single day from Chicago to New Orleans because they didn't feel safe with me staying in a hotel. But if I could do the entire, I think it was like 16, 17 hours in one setting, uh, then I could then I could go uh, down to uh, I think it was Jefferson Parish and uh, and hang out with my my folks and and uh, and spend time in New Orleans. And one time I was in New Orleans when. A tropical storm hit and the pumps failed in New Orleans. And I uh, was in the French Quarter when it flooded. And rats, the, the, the reason you knew that something was wrong mm-hmm. was that rats started flying up out of the sewers. Like at all of the storm drains, just rats pouring out like rivers Ugh. of fur. And uh, by that, I had ordered... I had ordered some uh, alligator to eat for lunch mm. and I was sitting in a cafe. And by the time my alligator uh, arrived, the water was up to my knees. Uh, oh my God. And I was like, okay, this is bad. So I was heading back to my car, which was now half submerged underwater. Uh, this is in a time before cell phones. And there was a used bookstore and the guy was like, hey, hey, can you help? Can you help? And so I went into this used bookstore and helped this guy carry all these books up to the second floor because the bottom floor was flooding. Uh, I eventually had to caravan uh, down the wrong way on the highway with a bunch of other cars because all the other underpasses were flooded in order to get out of the city and back to my family who I couldn't contact because there were no cell phones. Um. So I have a I have a, a, a lot of personal history with the city and the uh, the surrounding parishes. Um, you know, I had family there during Katrina. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that I expected to go into this game like, oh boy, here we go, we're going into like dystopian New Orleans, and instead, my experience with this was really dissociative. Mm-hmm. Like I did not. I didn't enjoy Norco the way that I expected to based on the reviews. Uh, And also it features a protagonist with cancer. And I was like, oh, here we go. And I found that writing to be insensitive at times. Mm. Uh, So that's my lead in for our We Play, You Play. What do you think, Nick? What if Nick's like, I have heard that story? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know the part about you ordering alligator, though. That's interesting. (laughs) Wait, did you know that story, Nick? No, I'd never heard that before. Okay, great. Great. 
Uh, he carried so, bo- a stranger. You helped him carry his inventory for his bookstore up to his second <laughs> story to avoid a flood. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be the craziest thing that ever happened to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd be telling that story every day. <laughs> the crazy, the scariest part was driving the wrong way down the freeway. Uh, yeah, it sounds oh, like it. Yeah. Which was the uh, the 10, I think. And it was like everything in your brain is signaling, don't do this. But mm-hmm. it was just a line of cars. And we used my paper map because I was from out of town and all the other cars didn't have paper maps in them. So wow. the way we pl- plotted our route was using this Chicago girl's teenager, the Chicago teenager's paper map to get out of the city. Wild. And then it just like, then you just like got home. Like you just got out of there and it was like, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Your parents like, how's New Orleans? Like, I was all right. (laughs) I remember (laughs) opening. I I know my mom's heard this story. So I don't, when she's listening to the podcast, she's not going to be like, what? Oh my God, my baby. Like, (laughs) but there was a point where I opened up the door to my car, uh, which, and the water was equal levels inside and outside my car which mm-hmm. was right at the gas pedal Ugh, <laughs> it was pretty gross oh man <laughs> terrifying yeah uh shitty car though like no 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 love lost on that car it was i literally bought it for a dollar like literally bought it oh my god wow one dollar one dollar price is right at it yeah <laughs> <laughs> the so so uh, the game was Yetz, the developer, says he was or one of the developers says he was inspired by Snatcher, which we played on the podcast and loved. Mm-hmm. It, it would be, it's become one of my favorite graphic adventures ever. Also, another game, Deja Vu, was mentioned. I never played Deja Vu. I believe it was a Koei game. It, came, it, was, it was for there, there was an NES port, at least. Uh, but they also the same developer made another game I did play back in the day, Shadowgate, which was very similar first person adventure game and you know just like a lot of puzzles this was more of a medieval setting deja vu is more of a, a noir detective setting so it's you know it's got detectively detective elements and there are detective characters in it uh one element that that is i guess fairly novel for this to me it felt inspired by it's it felt disco elysium inspired i mean i think it's probably hard for that game not to touch a a, a lot of games that follow in its wake but the the mind map Mm-hmm. Which is an element of like, you know, as you get more details informing your character, you your characters, it will uh, you, you'll have this this UI screen that has a bunch of different like different character profiles or it's it's like, you know, portraits of characters or uh, chunks of the environment or just objects. And then through that, you will gla- gradually illuminate more details about all of them and then also the c- connections between them. Oh, you know, which is kind of a fun way of expanding the story and just just giving additional context as you as you uh, as you travel through the plot. I don't know. I like that. I like the mind map. I, I like the mind map. mind map. I like, um, you know, I, I, I in, in, in a game like this, um, which I think it's it says like or, you know, time to beat is like pretty low. I think it's like f- five hours or something. Uh, pretty low. That's like two movies. I don't know what I'm saying. 
That's like almost a whole work day uh, for somebody. <laughs> um, but it, it, it compared RRR to RRR is three hours and eight minutes, <laughs> yeah. and it's like that movie's fucking long, yeah. but it's worth it. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, it, it's it's short um, in comparison to other games that I play, yeah. or games that we play, um, but. I spent 10 hours with this thing because I'm like a serial. I've learned that I'm like a serial clicker. Like, yeah, my, I, my, to, my, my playthrough took closer to, to eight to 10 hours. It felt like, yeah, I like, I I'm clicking on every single thing. I'm clicking a bunch of yes. times. Cause I've just learned that I didn't use, I didn't grow up with this type of game. This is like a new type of game to me. Um, it's so like pointing in and clicking. Uh, I'm now just like, okay, let's, I'm going to point at everything and click on everything that I see a bunch and, and try to get new information. You don't always get new information in this one. Um, but there's a couple things that if you click enough times, uh, you know, you get rewarded with a certain thing. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I, I liked playing this. I'll, I will say, um, if only for the interesting story, right? Like in the, like, yeah. I, thought, I thought the story was pretty interesting. Um, I thought the, um, I had never seen a video game setting like that before. Uh, mm. I'm very unfamiliar with um, <laughs> New Orleans, um, as, as as it were. Um, and uh, I also I liked the dy- I didn't like the dystopia. There were things about the dystopia that were like unique to me, like in the storytelling. I was like, oh, like that's like a novel idea. Um, like some of the things that uh, you know you learn about what like, what's actually going on later on. Um, but I also thought some of the game was funny. There's a couple of funny things oh, yeah. in this where I was like, okay, this is pretty funny. Yeah, I, I, and I think that one of those, I believe, if, if we're talking about the same thing, ties into clicking through a bunch and, and just getting a lot of a little, following an additional dialogue path you know, yeah. as, as far as it goes. Uh, but, but, but before we, we touch on that, because I agree with you, like I like I like the setting a lot, and I thought that like the way that I thought like as a noir story, I thought like the mystery was pretty satisfying, and I thought that just sort of like. You know, I like the. I I I like. Sometimes sci-fi can seem a little bit conservative if it's too much like finger wagging of like this is what this technology is going to do. Phone this bad. Is, exactly. Yeah, but this one was a little bit. It it, it seemed like a. It was a little bit more of a nuanced comment of just sort of like you know this is the these are the systems that exist and this is how future technologies could exploit those systems, you know? Uh, so I, I thought all that was handled, but, but Heather, I'm curious, cause this is something I, I didn't pick up on. What about like the writing to you felt inauthentic or even, I mean, the word you used was offensive. Mm, uh, no, 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 wait, did I say offensive? Uh, I meant I so. in terms of, I, I meant in terms insensitive? of handling, insensitive. There was nothing about the environment, nothing about new world. I would never like nothing about it was inauthentically, Louisiana, like I, right, I, you, I, you were specifically talking about the the way it handled a, a cancer, a uh, character with cancer. It felt to me, I don't know how to. It, I'm not. I don't. I don't believe. Okay, so I don't believe that people who have experienced a thing should be the only ones who write about a thing, right? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I should be able to write dialogue for dudes right mm-hmm. even though i'm not a dude not me uh, <laughs> like, I, f- I feel like i should be able to but but there's something about the sort of like uh, tackiness of 
of of using a woman who's fighting cancer as like a plot trope to mm. to to forward your plot and like you know when she overexerts herself and and she's exhausted on the floor of the the the, the what was that a when you're going through that sky rise mm-hmm. and it's like she you know she collapses to the floor and oh my god like it just felt it didn't it didn't it felt indulgent and it felt like it it didn't feel real to me and because it didn't feel real it felt gross yes right yeah i remember you said something in our uh in our text thread to that point where it was sort of, where you sort of said like it like You've just, you've like, you know, you had cancer. So you, as someone who's experienced that, have said, you were like, I don't think anybody who has cancer would say something like this, describing their cancer, basically, like the way that they described it. Yeah, yeah. I, and maybe, and maybe, you know, the writer on this, on this game has personal experience with cancer and I'm just reading into it, you know, and maybe I'm being a fucking gatekeeper and a dick and I don't want to be those things. But there was some, it just felt, it felt weird to me. (laughs) Like it just, it didn't, it felt like, it felt like something you'd put on a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, and the mom, oh, she's got cancer and it's, and it's all through her body, but she's going to go out and investigate this thing. Like, it just felt like uh, it didn't, like what my experience of cancer is when you've got cancer and you're fighting it. It's the only fucking thing you think about all the time. Yeah. It's not like it's not like a belt buckle, right? Uh so I don't know. It just felt weird to me. I I'm and I'm super uncomfortable giving that criticism because I'm not like an a fucking cancer expert or authority. Right. You know? I think you're allowed <laughs> to feel how, about it however you feel about it. If it rubbed yeah. up against you the wrong way while you're experiencing it, it did. it's not true to you, then that's okay to feel that way. It, did. it might be true to somebody else. It might be, it'd be similar. You know, somebody else who played it uh, might have been like, oh, like that was how I felt or whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, but that doesn't mean it's uh, for everybody. Yeah, that was yeah. my experience. I'm not yeah. saying that's everybody's experience or that if you don't have that experience that you're bad. Yes. Like that was my experience. Was it just didn't ring true to me on some on some level and, and, and that upset me. No, I, it's a it's a it's an interesting perspective and one, you know, again, I just I didn't pick up on because, you know, that's that's not my experience. But, you know, it's 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 uh. Yeah, I agree with Matt. It's uh, fine. Fine if you feel that way. I mean, that's that was your that was your reaction. Okay, um, great. Can we talk about can we talk about the guy who took a shit in the limo? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now this is where I really dialed in. This is where it's, so like I've had to take a big shit all the time in public a number of times. <laughs> I will say this is you guys this, are like great. I this this story. <laughs> So there's there's a sequence there's an NPC you're talking with that you encounter a couple of times and wait, wait you have to set yeah. it up in the gamey bullshitty way that the, all games work in order yeah. to get through a door you have to like talk to a hot dog vendor and the hot dog vendor's like I'm selling hot dogs from before Katrina and so you're yes. like oh man I don't want one of those and he's like well if you can sell this hot dog to somebody else I'll tell you the code to the door so you go find some other asshole and you're like hey you hungry and he's like yeah I am and you're like why don't you go try one of those hot dogs and he goes over and he eats a hot dog and then the guy gives you the code to the door it's like Ugh, okay fine yeah okay puzzle bullshit great but as Nick was saying 
Yes. And then you run into that NPC later, I think that same evening. And he has a he has a long optional dialogue where he details his odyssey of what that hot dog did to his gastrointestinal tract. I don't want to spoil all of it, but it involves him going into a someone else's limo and deciding to shit inside of it. <laughs> and if you think that's a spoiler. Yeah. There's more to it. No. The length of that story. You can't believe it just keeps like you expect each paragraph to be the final paragraph of him yes. of him speaking and it isn't. It the just lo- keeps going. The longer it went, like the funnier it got. It, be, yeah. it was yeah. so funny. Like it was like yeah. I was really like 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 almost like holding my sides laughing. I thought it was so funny. <laughs> I, I was laughing at the, I like I thought it was it was very funny. It was really well paced. It was one of those jokes that goes on a little too long and then goes on so long that it makes it funny again. Yeah. And then the thing that really made me laugh is that if you get all the way through it, you get an achievement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because yeah, that's the other thing. This NPC like yeah. gives you options to be like, you don't want to hear the rest of the story. And then like the dialogue option you have to select to keep going is funny. It's like, no, yeah, try me. I've, I've heard, like, you know, it's like, yeah. like egging him on. Like she, 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 At that point, you're playing Kay's mom. Yeah. Uh, and, and. In order to make her tell, make this NPC tell you that story, you also have to play that mom as a bit of a psychopath. Yes. Because like, right. she's like, no, I fucking want to hear it. Like, <laughs> yeah. like it's, and he's like, trust me, lady, you don't. And you're like, tell me your shit story. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's insane. Like the balance between humor and non-humor in this game was strange, like Mm -hmm. in a way that really did feel like it evoked Snatcher where you're like, oh, man, I'm I'm really I'm I'm fixing this case. And oh, will you you, I'm going to look at this girl's boobies in the (laughs) middle of like solving this this crime. Right. right? Uh, Although that was more egregious in police knots. Right. Than in than in Snatcher. Uh, The same way you're like. I'm going to hunt, I'm going to hunt down some clues and you can, you pet a cat on a, cause like who wouldn't pet a cat? And if you pet the cat too much, it, it takes off through the ceiling and you're like, what, what is that doing here in this moment? What is, why is that happening? Yeah. Uh, And there's, it, there's a strange goofiness to some of the comedy in the game, right? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I mean, I like that layer to it because yeah. it's like, for for instance, there, it's just sort of like, it makes the whole thing feel like a fever dream. It's just like, this is, this is a fucking, this future is so much different than we could possibly anticipate that there is shit like there's a robot cat that, you know, turns into projectile if you overstimulate it. So like, I, like I was into, I like, I was into those sort of flourishes. I liked like the, yeah, there, there's kind of a a a, a pseudo proud boy esque cult of of guys who all wear Best Buy uniforms, um, like like that like that's like an element where and like there's a guy building a, a I mean kind of a Musk like figure who's building a rocket ship that's a that's at the center of that like all that stuff is just like this is so fucking weird 
that I'm kind of just along for this ride. There's a there's a weird there's a little there's like a a puppet show uh, that takes you into a, a like this whole story about a gator that kind of becomes like this little allegory for. You know, and I think you have to go through this for progression. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. for and and like that's like a like another like just like a, a weird little turn that I'm just like, oh, this is this is one of those kind of like like indie game flourishes that I appreciate because it, it feels so specific to this art, this medium. Like I like I don't feel like I'd necessarily see this in something if it if it wasn't a game that was trying to tell this story. And, you know. It has like all that stuff and like funny stuff too. But then I was also like, this game is like really sad. <laughs> like it's like uh, it was a bit of a bummer. Yeah. Um, they, there was a, a there was an interview where they they interviewed Yutz. Was that was it mm-hmm. Yutz? Uh, and he talked about it having bummer vibes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Sure. And that's accurate. I think. Like I I was never like so sad that I had to stop playing it or something. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was sort of like, oh, like I got to kind of, I got to play something else. Yeah. There's <laughs> I play something else for a little bit. There's something glamorous in like Snatcher. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, I kind of want to occupy these spaces. Like these, the, sure. like, there's kind of like something shiny and slick and capitalist and, and oh, it all looks like a big Coca-Cola ad that Norco, I don't want to be in any of any of those spaces. It's a, such a shitty future. Like it doesn't yeah. look that much different. <laughs> it's dirtier. Like it. Like it just didn't seem good. Yeah. Um, like nobody was happy that it was. <laughs> if anything, it was like you know what? Maybe I'll stay here. Like uh, <laughs> in this time, uh, yeah. <laughs> which is uh, decidedly not great. Um, no. But like looking forward in time, just a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's what it turns out. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, and I think also a lot of that just is the is the the setting of just yeah. like this okay, well, it seems like the claw the 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 you know, the real life shell corporation and here it's the shield corporation, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh and it's you know, they've it's already got its hooks into this community and has kind of been exploiting it for generations and what if that just continues for, you know, another twenty years and gets even worse. Uh so yeah, it's it, it, it's it's it, it definitely is very grim. Um, I don't know. I like the art. I like the I like the soundtrack. Yeah. I I, I guess if I'm if I'm uh, looking for nits to pick, there's a decision. So it's not voiced at all, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But there's kind of there's a gibberish vo, which to me it's kind of like you know you you're dealing sometimes with very serious, very grim sort of dialogue. Yeah. And then you've got like basically. You know, yeah, you got a you got a character from from Banjo Kazooie, sort of <laughs> like like babbling at you. It's it th- that kind of pulled me out of it a lot. It was a it was a minor thing, and and also another thing that that like I kind of rubbed against me a little bit was the combat, which just that to me felt like a snatcher homage. It's like okay, we've got these sort of like little bits of, you know, it, it, it's 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 semi RPG, but it's semi target shooting, uh, you know sequences that to me just always was like, I, I just wish this wasn't in here. Like I wish this was skippable or just, just, just omitted. Yeah. Yeah. That those sequences always stressed me out. Um, you, you get a, at a certain point you get a character that like can one hit KO enemies, which is good. Cause I was like, Oh good. Get me through this faster. Um, these, these sequences faster, but, um, the ones where you have to, like, there's like two, a couple different types you have like, um, uh, you have ones that are like t- 
timed targets basically that like they have like a, a there's a target on screen and there's like a circle closing in on it you have to get them you know in the correct order like when this when the circles close and then there's like a memory one where you have to remember right. which is which uh and guess which one i was terrible at <laughs> i have a terrible memory <laughs> for things i just saw um right. and you know uh i'm sure um having had covid recently didn't help um but it was like it was that was like so i would always get hit i don't i think i like only passed those a couple of times when they were slow if they got too fast i was like i'm not getting this there's no way no but it also feels like there's not i do, and i don't know you know like i got through all of them so i don't know if there's yeah. like a hard fail for any of these but it also feels like they're the stakes are not super high for these encounters yeah yeah so if they're not high Take him out. Who cares? And in, yeah. it, 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 I liked beating up the one guy uh, at the early on in the yeah. at the gas station. Yeah, because Dimes he was a piece discount? of shit. Yeah, yeah, right? yes. Um, and then some of the other ones, I, I guess, toward the end are interesting. But you know, I I, I I don't know if it necessarily needed it. I was there just for the story. I wasn't like, you know, what this needs annoying combat. Yeah. I think I think even more so than and and you touched on this earlier, Matt. But like, yeah, story like is is a big is a big driver, but also just like setting. I feel mm-hmm. like this is just like I this this is a game setting. It's just so visceral. Like you talked about that that dime discount store, and yeah, there's a guy outside of it, but you go inside of it, and it's like an unmanned store. Yeah, it's like there's there's a fucking you know robot who's not a not a full robot, but basically like a sentient ATM that you're that is the that is manning the store. And it's like, oh, yeah, we're just that that will just be CVS in 10 years. Like, we're yeah. just going to. Oh, yeah. They're, they've already got the self-checkout. They're just going to find a way to get those employees completely out of there and and have this be completely unmanned so they can save on labor costs. And then they'll complain, uh, you know, and then uh, about how no one wants a job anymore. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and, and pay people the public sector even further. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 so like 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 so, like some of that shit I I I really liked you know I like looking through all the interfaces I like that like when you're kind of in a cabal of of freelance detectives <laughs> yes. you know it's like they're all kind of like like the it's like a tax task rabbit for crime solving it feels like mm-hmm. yeah that everyone's kind of like involved in this a, a bunch of people are just sort of involved in this this app that's dispatching them that also has this like surreal like monster element to it too that's just. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know. I that 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 for me was doing so much of the work, and that's why I think this game will stick with me. Is just like I felt like this the setting was uh, was so specific and so and 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 so resonant. Uh, whatever I thought of the actual gameplay, uh, and and I, I, I get part of that is is the I mentioned the the score. I, I let's let's play a little bit of this. This is from uh one night. This the this track is one night in New Orleans. Uh, a few people worked on the score, but this track is by uh, Gugali One. Yeah, no complaints here. This is a good, a good bass track. A oh good, yeah, a bass line for hearing. <laughs> when you're reading, the cancer yeah. spread to my bones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm gonna live through the week. <laughs> I hope That's I find my brother giving me a quest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's extremely good shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very good. I, uh, it's go on, Evan. I, I really liked the setting also, right? Okay. I don't want to just be the negative Nancy on this on this episode of the of the show. I could lean into Heather hates puzzles and talk about how tedious it is. Oh my god! Wait, no, yeah, lean in. These puzzles, how, I think, how, were bad. How fucking tedious it is to be like to even even the minor like quote puzzles, where it's like, oh, if you in order to talk to me, you're gonna have to go get my dog, and the dog's hungry, so you gotta go across town to get the fucking dog food in order to like feed the dog, so it'll come yeah. with you, so that you can continue the line of dialogue. Or like one of my least favorite things I've ever seen a fucking game is there's a crowbar on the ground in a scene before you need the crowbar. And I'm like, oh, I should take that crowbar with me. I'm probably going to need a crowbar. Yes. And you, you cannot physically pick it up until the story requires you to get a crowbar. And then you have to click the map, click the menu, go to the crowbar, pick up the crow. Like, it's like I would have fucking put that in my pocket if I'd been Heather. And talking to these people. I would have been like, I gotta, sorry, I'm gonna bring this crowbar with me. I think I'm gonna need that. But then there's like the maddening puzzles of like traversing, most of the game is you're looking at the thing that you're looking at and you're clicking elements of the screen in order to open up options or to engage with interactive portions of the environment. And then sometimes it switches to this top-down LED map mode when you're going through like a building or some shit and you have to solve puzzles inside that building and that shit drove me fucking crazy. It that made hard. me miserable. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I talking about, I believe, navigating the interior of the city hall, right? Like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. The, Where you have to get up yeah. to the roof so you can scan the sky for a Bit of uh, of uh, dialogue from John Kenner or Kenner John, mm -hmm. uh, the leader of the Garretts. Yeah, who, who nobody a, likes. A religious cult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the the proud boy analog. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're all they all wear name tags that say Garrett uh, and and Best Buy uniforms, a uh, Best Buy shirts. Uh, I I I think it's yeah. I, I get what you're saying. I mean, like. You know, some of this stuff, some of that stuff I mind less, but that's also because I grew up playing point and click adventures. So I was just like, oh, this is just like a Sierra adventure from 1995. It's just, you know, like I'm used to these sort of conventions. I'm used to this sort of like moon logic involved in, you know, whatever you have to put on a, a you have to take a, a magic marker and draw a fake mustache on yourself in order to, you know, pass as another character. That sort of stuff that just like doesn't really make sense in the real world. And that is present in this game. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and, and some of that stuff I found a little tedious. I, I think I think there there is a chance that for some people this would trip them up on this, and that would just be like this is a thing I can't get past. For me, it wasn't much of an obstacle, and uh, but but definitely a, a thing that maybe felt a little bit a little bit dated. I, I will say I don't think think they think anything was necessarily inscrutable. Like I feel like all the puzzles were were pretty solvable. There is a little bit of that 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 hunt and peck element of. You know, I would have loved uh, the equivalent. I'm, I'm sorry for bringing up Disco Elysium again, but just like the equivalent, of you just hold tab and just it shows all the interactable objects on screen. I would, yeah. I would have loved a shortcut like that instead of having to feel like click. I'm clicking a bunch of screen real estate to try and find something. Uh, and also the, but but I did find like certain puzzles, like like you know when you're going around and you're looking for all the uh, the essential like the uh, the essentially the the pieces of scripture that you're trying to assemble, like you're trying to find like little holographic clues for um, 
uh, uh, you know, for different people, this is involving the Garrett's quest line that that you, that you're you're getting a little bit of bits of pieces of a message. You're assembling those uh, by kind of going on a little bit of a scavenger hunt around the town and then scanning things using an app with your phone in game. Like I found that like whole sequence pretty uh, like I was like, oh, this is a pretty engaging uh, bit of puzzlery. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I, I I guess I just didn't. I guess what I'm saying is I agree with you. It just didn't affect me in the same way. It didn't bother me. Hmm. Well, I don't know. I, I, I like. I, I, yeah, I, I, do, I don't want all games like this to be a visual novel. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I get that there should be interactive elements, but sometimes it's just frustrating to be like, I, I know I know what I have to do. Could you could I just type that in? I have to go get crowbar. <laughs> and then it like it's like you got the crowbar. And then you're 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 ready to go on to the next step. Or like, hey, if you if you ever meet my son, can you just tell him what I said? And then you have the ability to voice record later after you've interacted with that person. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, I know I have to go back to that garage and voice record that fucking dude. Can I just type in record dude? Like just Yeah. Like it's it it is tedious to me to to especially when you have limited time in your life to play these games <laughs> to have to like wait for the graphic to load on your you know like it's Ted it's, Cruz would not be able to play this game he has no time <laughs> <laughs> to that point though too I wish you just had the gear that you needed at the start. Like, if I'm a detective, I'm an amateur detective trying to solve this thing, I'm going to be like, okay, what do I need before I get started? And not later be like, ah, oh, shoot, I should have had a tape recorder or something. Uh, I wish I could record. And then you, don't, you, then you get some technology later that you didn't have until after you, t- you did, like, your mom's mission. And then now suddenly sure. you're like, oh, you have this thing you also that your mom, you have, well, it's because you got her phone. You got your mom's yeah. phone, so you have the same uh, stuff now. Um, but I, yeah, I wish I was uh, frustrated with that kind of like sort of back and forthness of it all as well. I kind of like the vo- the way the voice recording worked. I mean, I just thought like it was just that that you could record literally any line of dialogue that anyone spoke, and then you could potentially use it later. Like I thought that was that was kind of cool. Yeah. I understand yeah. why that why that was introduced later. But you but you are correct that that I think, and I I, I don't know. I mean, some of the stuff I I'm, I maybe I maybe being, uh, maybe doing being being too too forgiving here but i just overall like the experience but i'm just like i like i feel like some of this stuff probably also comes from you know if you have a you have a bigger team and and more more play testing you might pick up on things like oh maybe there's another way to to give you give the player the crowbar so it's not laying in plain sight earlier and it seems non-interactable you know well First off, I want to say we're just an idiot podcast. And, and who are we to be say these things when the New Yorker and the Tribeca Film Festival have already said that this is a fantastic game? So maybe my complaints are invalid. Um, that being said, to bring up your favorite game of the podcast, Disco Elysium, mm. when you have to do these same tasks in Disco, there is a playfulness to them because there is the possibility of an interaction with Kim or there is like an unexpectedness to uh, the protagonist's uh, work in the environment and like what he might find interesting or stumble upon or the way that your 
mind map has a fat, like there's, there's a, there's a novelty in solving those fetch puzzles where you have to like go to the fucking pawn shop and disco and like get something evaluated yeah. that makes it fun to do. But like, if I'm going all the way back to that garage and hearing the exact same lines of dialogue with a new tool that, that feels limited to me and I'm and, and frustrating. Right. Yeah. Cause yeah, like, I, I get it. At the like, end of the day, if you're backtracking a little bit in Disco Elysium, you're sort of like, oh God, Kim's gonna hate this. This is gonna be hilarious. Like going, yeah. like and doing something that he's just not gonna like. I mean, it, it's it's. T- I mean, you know, the Disco Elysium. I think we're we're talking about one of the best PC RPGs of all time. Yeah. So it's like tough to compare. Is anything that, anything to that? But I, I I get what you're saying, and and you do have your you do have an NPC with you for much of the game. Million actually, if you have, yeah. you have who's a who's a who's a robot. Uh, a, a yellow robot buddy for part of it, but then, but then you've got you know there are other NBC companies who are with you. Who yeah, maybe could yeah, le, like le, there's the there's the detective, one of the detectives, and and yeah, who probably could have you actually have like a full party at a certain point, basically. Yep. Um, and so like you probably could have got had more of that chatter if you if if that could have potentially livened things up, uh, especially with some of those those repeat visits to environments and characters. I also, I also feel like anytime I complain about a game that is clearly a work of art and I'm mm-hmm. complaining about it, I feel like a piece of shit because it's like when people tweet, like, why don't you make Rick and Morty funny? It's like, you're right. Yeah. Why, why didn't I, uh, that's, that's yeah. on me. Well, uh, like okay. I could have just texted you that by the way. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that we have cleared the air, uh, I got some notes. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I overall really I, like. I really like my time with Norco. I, 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 I would have, I would have uh, played this anyway because I, I, I'd seen the, I'd read the hype, and I know this is the type of game that I like. And, and hey, it was on fucking Game Pass, so uh, yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think, I think it's just, I think it's a really cool. For me, it was just like, 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 like. I, I totally, I have my own, my own issues with it, and you know, it, I, I think like some of that rough around the edges stuff comes from it being a small team indie developer, and and other of it is maybe just you know creative choices that, uh, that 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 maybe I, it, you know, that 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 it's that it's fair to have disagreements with, but but overall, I just thought like it was one of those things where it's like this is just such a bold, different stroke that. Yeah, mm-hmm. fucking cool. Yeah, hey, fucking like I'll 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 give this a lot of leeway in terms of uh a, a lot of allowance for what it's trying to do, just because I think what it's trying to do is so so unique and interesting. And yeah. I thought like also like its larger points about just you know disaster capitalism and um and how the tech industry takes advantage of that is just like oh this is and uh, like I I don't know I think those, those are those are good comments and it's cool to see that stuff in games. Yeah, I I I liked it. I I think I'm probably somewhere in between the two of you. Like I I enjoyed it. Mm. This is typically not my favorite type of game, uh, anyway. But I I, I enjoyed yeah. it even though you know I had I had some criticisms. Uh, but I like to your what you were just saying. Some of the sci-fi concepts they have about like the like the dystopia like are truly like horrific to think about. Like they had some really unique, um. Like, just, like, with what they were doing with, like, uploading consciousness and things like that. Like, yeah. that's, like, it was, like, oh, that's horrific. I hate this idea. Like, of course, yeah. that's something that some company somewhere is working toward. I th- Earlier this week, they said that um, Alexa uh, or whatever the... Um, it's Alexa, right? Yeah. God, I sound yeah. like I'm uh, yeah. 100 years old. It's Alexa, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> that they'll have um there's they're gonna try out this thing that like 
it has everyone's voice somehow like or like, i don't know what they what the actual things but like the one if, i saw was dead relatives voices that's a living nightmare that's 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 i would you know as much as i'm sure some people will love to hear their loved ones who have passed voices again that's can only be used for evil like that can, that is yeah. only <laughs> going to lead to something bad yeah that's what i need my mom saying are you watching hentai in there <laughs> shut up mom <laughs> dead <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> but we yeah that is it. a concept that's like kind of that's touched on in the game it's just yeah. like you know it's 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 grim and it's uh it's what's the word i'm looking for it's a it's a i was gonna say foreboding i mean it is foreboding mm-hmm. i don't mean i'm not trying to say foreboding i'm trying to say another maybe another foreword foreshadowing foretelling yeah, i don't know why don't you look at your uh your day the the word of the day calendar over there see what that says okay um cat oh oh it's not very basic it's not, not good yeah. you know the concept of days <laughs> yeah <laughs> but regular words hard time <clears throat> uh any other thoughts on norco i don't think i so. would say i would say check it out i like like you know it's on it's on pc right now uh hopefully when this comes from and i know we don't we we have we certainly have a, a segment of our audience who doesn't have a, a gaming pc uh hopefully this will i imagine this will come to more platforms I imagine this will be ported to uh the at, at minimum xbox and and hopefully the you know hopefully everything so a larger audience can play this i don't think we got too deep into spoiler country even here like we touched on a few things but no. I, but i think there's a lot of plot that you will yeah, absorb as you're as you're going through this if you haven't played this so if you if you if you do have a gaming pc and uh and you haven't played this yet and you're thinking about it yeah, give it a whirl and 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 see if it fits you and uh maybe if it comes to your plat, look for it to come for your to your platform if you can't play it right now you can finish it in the time it would take you to watch rrr one and a half times <laughs> <laughs> Well, hey, it's time for the you play of this month's we play you play. Our listeners are the review crew in the re you crew. Hello, crew. Wow. Okay. These are yeah. These are uh, got a lot of great ones. <laughs> Just having fun. We're having fun. Uh, 34 merchant is an <laughs> unlockable character in the new Street Fighter. Honestly, put him in. You know Sweet. what? Uh, yeah, make the roster like uh, Smash Brothers. Get uh... <laughs> everyone is here. Yeah, the merchant from uh, Resident Evil Four. Uh, the president from uh, Metal Gear Rising: Revengeance. Um, <laughs> Senator Armstrong. Yeah, Senator Armstrong's in the game. <laughs> Guy fucking rules. Uh, the villain from Tony Hawk's Underground, uh, whose name is escaping me. Um, uh, okay, this one is uh, this first one is from at these house on Twitter, uh, and they write, "I'm only an hour in, and I'm already kind of depressed." Ten out of ten, great review. <laughs> they talking about the podcast? Oh yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> Oops, yeah, that was an that was an iTunes review actually. Uh, mm. iTunes, Apple Podcasts. What am I saying? I'm a hundred years old. Uh, they don't call it that no more. Um, this one's from at J pals on Twitter and they write pro tip for the game. When you find a makeup kit, interact with it multiple times, 10 out of 10 
will definitely clown LeBlanc up again. Do that. I did it. And it's very funny. <laughs> There's only one time you interact with the makeup kit. You'll know it. It's very funny. <laughs> I may have missed this. Oh, I think I missed it too. I'll t- well, yeah. I don't want to spoil it. I'll tell you guys after. Bought. Okay. I'll tell you after. I, I guess I could tell you right now and cut it out. Well, that's more work for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you're actually, right. more work, more work for Devin. Yeah, yes, yeah. Uh, and we're not doing that. We're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> this stays in. Uh, this, this next one is now. From, we're making the episode longer. That's more work for Devin. I, I, I. Uh, <laughs> this next one's from at relatively thick on Twitter. <laughs> Great name. Great. Very good. Thought it was fantastic. Ditchman is one of the most interesting characters I've seen in a while. Ditchman. We didn't talk about Ditchman. We didn't talk about Ditchman. Basically, the Bruno of the game. Um, And I never want to meet him again, though. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, because he's strange, but he's interesting. A lot of interesting, strange people in this game. I was taken out of the game by some of the Garrett stuff. Mm -hmm. It felt a little too like a little too modern. Does it make sense? Like it was a little yeah, bit too much. That. Like, oh, we're talking about 4chan now. Uh, like it felt that. But for the most part, most of the other characters are pretty unique and like original. And Ditchman's a, a pretty gross guy. He's very gross. gross. I like Million, even though. Million's great. You learn things about Million, but Million's a great character. Very cool. Um, interesting. Cool character design too. I mean, yeah. that's the other yeah. thing. Just like there's there's really good portrait art in this, and uh, and yeah, just 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 nice little little scenelets you're seeing, nice little tableaus. Million is good a robot art. with like a face made out of stars, almost mm-hmm. like like a translucent face with lights behind it. Very really cool. Very very cool. Um, this next one is from at Pixel Pags on Twitter, and they write. Been playing and enjoying it for the past week, but also checked out Citizen Sleeper a few days ago, and I've been glued to that ever since. So addictive. I will say, while I retroactively missed the voice-acted narration, during gameplay, my brain is so good, I forget it's not. So they liked the game so much that they didn't even realize that there was an actual voice. Mm. Maybe that simlish uh, that, that appears in the game sort of tricks your brain into thinking uh, that you're actually <laughs> hearing words. You ever notice when they do like Simlish that you get a real sense of how dumb somebody is based on like the like how close to how close their Simlish is to the sound of a tuba? Yes. Like, yes. If you're in if you're in Legend of Zelda and and you're talking to an idiot, it's like. There's a character in one of the rare games that just like all of their, all of their simlish, all of their their gibberish voiceover is just burping. It's so fucking disgusting. <laughs> oh, God. oh God, fuck that. Yeah, you hear a burp, it's kind of funny. But if you keep hearing it, yeah. you're like, this guy's sick. Get him out of here. But by the way, just just real quick on that last one, the 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 comparison oh, yeah. to Sin Sleeper, I, which I think I may have made on the podcast and and uh, myself, but like. You know they're they're kind of they're kind of similar ish. They're 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 different games, but they're but they're both like like dialogue heavy, text heavy games that are dealing thematically in the same sort of territory. Uh, the convergence of 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 tech and capitalism and what that means for our future, 
And so, yeah, it's and it, it, very they, they play differently. They're aesthetically very different, but but kind of an interesting companion piece. If you like one, you'll probably like the other. I, yeah, I, I've, it's in my queue. I, I've been meaning to uh, check that out. Um, so maybe, maybe that's next for me. Um, but uh, this last one is from Chunkwater on Twitter, and they write, Lovely point and click with smart and interesting, depressingly natural near-future vibes. Of course we'll be able to capture and store consciousness, and of course it will be shitty, poorly planned, tamper-friendly, and monetized to hell. And of course <laughs> we'll unleash sentient AIs with unknowable plans moving us around via task apps and paying us in crypto. I thought that was, yeah, what yeah, a nightmare. crypto is great detail. <laughs> An absolute nightmare. Uh, chunk water, you nailed it. Um and, and, and thanks, uh, listeners, for uh, writing into the Ryu crew. Those are some great reviews. Yeah, really great. Some nice little insights. Very good. Very, uh, you know, I think of all else, the game is thoughtful. So it, it, it um, uh, or, you know, mostly thoughtful and it, and it garnered thoughtful reviews. So thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you, listeners. Hmm. You played. I've... We played. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, thank the listeners. Um, Thank you, listeners. <laughs> You're welcome, Wagger. <laughs> okay, the one. <laughs> we got our response. That was chunk water. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm I, I'm glad we all played this game. This was this was fun to talk about. Yeah. And, and and I think it's 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 fun sometimes if we're not all. It's a fun discussion if we're not all 100 on the same page. And you know. This is we play, you play, right? So if you played this along with us and you liked it, then great. But if you played it along with us and you didn't like it, welcome to how we did the show uh, before. <laughs> Every single fucking week. <laughs> follow us on social media at Get Played Pod. Our music and engineering member, Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. And check out our premium show, Get Animated. Uh, Heather, what are we watching this week? We're watching Neon Genesis Evangelion, and I think we're on episodes 9 and 10. That's right. Is that right? Mm-hmm. All right. I love that uh, show. It's getting good. And, I'm, and I'm loving it, too. It's fucking great. <laughs> I'm loving it, too. Uh, available on Stitcher Premium or at patreon.com slash getplayed. Subscribe and you get our, our, all, our, all our episodes we've recorded so far. Well, well guys. What? Go ahead. What were you going to say, Matt? I was just going to say, you know, we played, they played, we all got played. And isn't that something? It is. It is something, Matt. <laughs> oh, oh, you playing.